Hello and welcome back to the Chainsaw of the Fate podcast, the first one of 2012. And, uh, you know, we are the podcast that this year resolves to be a higher class of podcast, a higher class of media, in fact. Um, much higher than ABC, uh, who keeps trotting out poor Dick Clark every year. Um, no, we will not shove Dick down your throat, uh, like ABC does. Um, and they're really in your face about it. And we have about as much chance of keeping that resolution as all those people who resolved to go to the gym and lose weight. Yeah, I, I, I stopped doing that. Yeah. Like, or it could it could be worse. You could decide, I'm going to buy an exercise machine, and with the exercise machine, I'm going to lose weight. No, I, I could not start the easy way, the cheap way, by deciding I'm going to start walking. I shouldn't tell you what I got the woman for Christmas then, right? Exercise machine. Anal beads. Toys. One of those, one of those trainer stands for the bike that turns it into an exercise bike. So. Okay. Huh. Not hideously expensive exercise equipment, but exercise equipment. I think you should get a oversized hamster wheel, uh, for you, Kate, and the dogs. It's a present the whole family can enjoy. The trainer thing. If we thing did that, we could just hook up a generator and power the whole house and never have to pay an electric bill again. There you go. Uh, lose weight, save money. I don't see a problem with this. Keep sanity. Um, the trainer, like, would, the, the trainer stand would, like, remove half the reason I have for, uh, biking, which is to get the hell out of the house. Well, in winter, that's usually, especially around here, is not pleasant because it's usually very rainy and horrible weather. All right. Uh, I'm not going to typing. I'm thinking you're talking behind my back. No, We're all talking behind your back. On you stream. Um, we we really need to get off the uh, exercise machine. I I don't want this to be like the time we talked about cell phones and everybody got bored. Um, <laughs> so this year... Uh, Everybody's going to get bored with something else. That's true. Uh, they're going to get bored with what I want them to get bored with, damn it. Um, you know, we always do a urine review uh, podcast, and I've noticed that we have two major problems. One, it becomes a complete... Uh, circle jerk, pat yourself on the back fest, uh, which I'm totally fine with. The other thing I'm not so fine with is the fact that we try and go down like this list of uh, games and movies and music and TV shows, you know, that we watched during the year, and everything that we did was, you know, from the year before to years past, and uh, it always just ends up not going well. So, what I want us to do this year is just kind of, you know, each of us go through sort of your own personal account of 2011. It doesn't, you know, just just what you did this year. I don't care if, you know, it was a game you played, you know, that came out this year, last year, whatever. Just, you know, talk about what the year was like for you. And uh, which one of you guys wants to start out first? Yeah. Oh, and Chainsaw Buffet's promise to you, uh, we refuse to use Bittersweet Symphony as the soundtrack for any of these reminiscences. And if we do a trailer for anything, we're going to use um, Requiem for a Dream. I'm actually terrified of using anything like that, anything that's copyrighted, because uh, I'm just, I'm sure, you know, someone will uh, come after us. Don't tell me you've bought into the tinfoil hattery. No, I haven't. And, And it's... It's more, that's like saying, okay, this is getting into the SOPA thing, but that's like saying, um, uh, you know, murder shouldn't be illegal because, you know, don't tell me you've, uh, you've bought into the tinfoil hattery of the, uh, uh, the police getting you for that. No, wow. I, I think you're greatly 
overestimating. No, I'm, I, all I'm saying is I'm worried about the uh, the laws as they currently exist. Not that we're going to get a uh, cease and desist notice uh, under SOPA or something. I expect we're going to get a cease and desist notice because we suck. <laughs> Please, <laughs> for the good of humanity, stop. Somebody stop us. <laughs> You know, I'm not going to lie, 2011 for the podcast was uh, pretty badass. Um, we we made a lot of uh, new friends and uh, did some really cool stuff overall, I would agree. Although, you know, we spent like the last month not doing shit because... Uh, Woo, holidays! Yeah, the holidays. Um, Jen and I had some, uh, some family matters to attend to, so uh, yeah... The latter half of November and all of December was pretty much a, a write-off, but um, we we started out the gate on fire at least. Um, you know, doing a lot of interviews and uh, the anime fans get back to Japan stuff. So I'd call it a win, at least you know for the most part. Yes. And didn't we start off? Was it was it last? Was it 2011? We started off the year with our first ever um, Skype guest or Skype yeah. co-host. That was. Uh, yes, Basil. Basil from the yeah. awesome and it was on uh, our year in review podcast, as I, if, if I'm not mistaken. It was. Woo! Go, Basil. I remember the thing. Hey, yeah. I see Doc's online. Uh, Should have asked him, but uh, this all came together like literally a couple hours ago. So, yeah. But we love Doc. We do love Doc. He's our favorite dwarf. It's true. <laughs> Much better than that asshole Grumpy. Oh. Um. Anyway, why don't you guys go? Tell me, tell me about your 2011, your hopes, your fears, your dreams. Go, Dylan. Go. Oh man, I'm going first. Great. Like I'm the model that uh, yep. everyone uh, everyone will be based off of. Yeah. Um, low expectations. I, I'll start. Uh, I'll start, and then I'll circle back around if if there's anything that uh, if anyone varies the model. Ah, uh, uh, let's see. I, there wasn't anything like for me huge that happened this year. Um, on the this horrible thing to say, I guess. Uh, let's talk about another podcast on the, this podcast. But uh, we are we went through a year of uh, reviews on the, the Game Marks podcast. We're winding down the Xbox Live indie games section of it, which is pretty much just accepting reality that uh, you know. Ending the cycle of abuse, basically, uh, <laughs> by Microsoft. Um, so we're going to get into like more developer-focused topics, which is actually awesome because I've I've actually had a lot of ideas for stuff to talk about. Um, now you are the cycle of abuse. Wait, how am I the cycle of abuse? Or how is the podcast? How's the Game Arts podcast the cycle of abuse? Well, I'm I'm not going to say anything bad about it directly, but but Mike's Mike's a bastard. Using, we hate him. <laughs> you do know that they're using that podcast to to uh, try to get people to talk at Gitmo. Oh, oh, so hard. They're, they're just using the episodes that Charlie and I were on. <laughs> Game Marks is in fan is in fact an enhanced interrogation technique. <laughs> yeah, I've already Xbox Live mini games that could be used as. Interrogation techniques as well. I'm I'm um, sure most of our podcasts can be too. Um, I don't know. I think the big thing I did this year um, was that one chick. No, um, <laughs> the, 
Listen, just, there was no chick. There is never no. a chick. There was, what, 10, 15? If you think there is a chick, it is probably a lie or your imagination. Um, so it was a dude? No. Dudes. I mean, we're okay with that, but... No. It's okay uh, if you're gay, Dylan. I'm not. It's okay Let's to be get that out of the way. Um, I think... What? I, I snuck Doc in on you. Well, you kind of mentioned it in, in chat, so you didn't really... Yeah. I, I totally thought the voice of God just showed up. Like, damn it, we're screwed now. We're all the voice of God now. If I, if I was God, I wouldn't have approved him being gay. I think it's more the... I other. have. I'm not gay. There's nothing to approve or disapprove of. Well, there's probably plenty to disapprove of. Hey, Dylan, there's nothing wrong with being gay. I'm... <laughs> that would be the only way you would approve of me, isn't it? Like, no. Since I'm straight, you don't approve of me. No, it's not the only way we have the proof of you, but it would help. You could be our sassy gay friend, and then uh, you could do Honey Badger parodies for us. I'm not even not sassy. I'm not even sure. I don't care. I'm not even sure that's possible. Um, Look at that. Anyway, she's nasty. Let's let's circle this this whole thing back around to uh, Dylan is incapable of sass. It's a medical condition. <laughs> he has a sass deficiency. Oh. Oh man. Right. Okay. So 2011. <laughs> yeah, the um the stuff that uh I think I can talk about uh that I think I should talk about on the think you can Well, it's stuff that is fitting for this podcast. Have you signed non-disclosure agreements? Yeah. I did we did some uh some more cons this year. Um we did. Um, new ones. We did some stuff that we don't usually do at cons. Um, kind of like three things at once. No. Well, maybe you don't usually do that at cons, but uh, just saying. I'm just. Uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a two woman kind of guy. I, I don't usually. I got two hands. Uh, oh, the ones okay. I want to are I think uh, I've degenerated far enough now. Yes. Put a sock on each one. You got two friends. <laughs> yeah. Hello. Oh, that's creepy. Um, eyes, you're ready to go. Most of our things that we talk about really are creepy. Yeah. Sorry. So, uh, if you guys keep interrupting me, I'm just going. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. and you're going to have to do your year in review first. Go ahead. Go ahead. See go ahead. how you like it. Um, uh, GMX, uh, was pretty awesome, uh, for me, especially cause that culminated this big crazy road trip thing across the state of Tennessee, like, uh, drunken road trip, drunk. No, there's no drinking. You were on acid. No, I was not on acid. There Serious is just Hunter S. Thompson kind of, kind of shit. Not. I, I was, I was participating in a medical study. though. So. Quote unquote. It's crazy. Um, I'm restraining myself. Seriously, he is. He's all tied yeah. up right now. Um, he had the dog. To do it that. was a triumph. That, you know, a huge success. Yeah, this is going to be. Uh, um, this is going to turn into a David Carradine reference, isn't so, it? Oh gosh. So anyway, GMX. We actually did two <laughs> panels. Um, we did podcasting 101, and we did a new one, which was. Um, Nonfiction for geeks. Nonfiction for geeks. I also did the XNA panel, which turned out horribly because I did. It, 
Well, it was at the end of the con. It was literally the last time slot. Yes, and and I think the problem was I, I decided to get uh, Mike had been talking about doing a uh, an XNA event called XNA Jam, and I'm like, I like that name. I'm going to steal it. It sounds catchy. So, game development with XNA became XNA Jam, which I'm pretty sure means no one has a clue what it is anymore from the title. Uh, I, that's like that's one of the cardinal sins. But um, aside from that, like nonfiction for geeks went over really well. I look forward to uh, doing it again next year, probably with uh, different books. Um, look forward to doing more panels. Uh, and then we also went to Anime Blast Chattanooga, which was a completely new con for us. I believe this, actually, I believe this is the second year? Yeah, it was the second year they were doing it. And it was also the second year that uh, they were doing Hamacon, which is also a yes. new con for us. That I thought Hamacon had been going another year before that. I thought you might have been right. I thought they'd been. I thought they'd been around a little while. You might be right on that. Uh, I wish Basil were here because he would know. But yeah, but uh, Hamacon, I'm not really including in my list because that was the same weekend as Code Stock, and I'd already like paid for Code Stock. It's the local developer conference, and I had to choose. I had to make Sophie's choice. but Anime Blast Chattanooga, we went for about half a day. It was pretty cool. Uh, we saw the manpower and, um, you know, went to a couple panels. It, it's been a couple months, and we've been meaning to do a uh, a review podcast. But, um, we never get around to it, so this counts. <laughs> yeah, for, for New Con, they're... Uh, uh, they had a really great location at the Chattanooga Convention Center. Um, they had pretty good diversity in panels. Uh, they had a pretty good artist alley. Um, I mean, it, it's really neat, and it's you know, it's two hours away from us, so it's, it's kind of cool to see a uh, con like that getting started. Um, uh, I don't know. I think that's like the uh, the big thing. Uh, I would talk about personally. Uh, I think I've gone through everything else, so I will pass it off to whoever's next. If he has not mind, if if Doc's ready, I'm gonna let him go ahead and and jump in on this. Okay, cool. Wait. <laughs> Already? Yeah, I mean, if if you want to wait a little, if you want to wait a little bit, we can let somebody else go. It's like that guy trying to finish up his homework at the last second as people are passing their papers up, you know? Right. The problem is I wasn't even I didn't know I was in this class, so it's like, no no no, get me give get mine last. Oh, okay. yeah. Just give me one more one more present before me. Okay, that's fine. Go check you. <laughs> well, I don't have a lot to say, so I may be best if I go last, but Go ahead and go. All yeah, right. Talk about I, the dog for a while. Really I don't have a lot to say about 2011. Um, unfortunately, I ended up not being able to participate as much as I would like in a lot of stuff. And uh, let's just say that 2011 sucked ass. You got to go to a con, though. Yeah. After well, several years of like, man, I wish I could go, you got yeah. to go to a con. Yeah. And uh, Anime Blast Chattanooga was uh, a nice little con. But I've I've had a few other projects I've been working on which I don't really feel like talking about right now due to various reasons. 
porn. Because they're not done or because you don't want to talk about them? Because he made um, them up. Waiting to, well, still waiting to hear back on some things and other ones not done. Excellent. I, I'm hoping it is what I think it is, but... Well, I'm waiting to hear anything, so... Alright. It's not what you think it is. No, it's far worse. Far darker. Mm-hmm. Yes. He's but, writing supernatural romance. <laughs> yeah, maybe if I did that, I'd act, maybe if I did that, um, I'd be successful. He, he's he's going to write the next Twilight series. I'm telling you. Then let's kill him now. I'm telling <laughs> you where it's at is sparkly zombie porn. No, I believe I, it. I, I just don't think zombies are the way to go, man. It, zombies are played out. You're going to have to come up with something else. I'm telling you, you, you have the catch the phrase, love is like a fine cheese. Sometimes you just have to let it rot for a while. Yeah. And zombie romance will take off. Not zombies as they currently exist in lore, but you tweak a couple of aspects, uh, for same example, way, like... The, the like same way that brains. Or the or, animal brains. Exactly. Instead of, like, sunlight damages them, you turn it into sunlight makes them sparkle, you know... They, they don't essentially rot. They just uh, stay beautiful forever. You just uh, see the bite mark. Uh, I'm not buying it. Yeah, I would have said the same thing about Twilight, but apparently everybody else is buying it. Uh, middle-aged women are buying it. I, 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 I just think zombies aren't going to aren't going to cut it. Uh, you got to come up with something else. Um, well, probably the reason it won't work is because zombies have kind of been played out as a fad. What about like, goblins? Has anyone, has anyone done sparkly goblins? How about top of, goblins? How about kobolds? Half rooster, half goblins. I don't think that's going to work. Cock goblin goes to the mall. Cock goblin at the movies. <laughs> Cock, Cock goblin it is its own porn parody. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Goblin at the movie. <laughs> you yeah, you're you going for the wrong type show. of movie. But anyway, like to to have. reiterate, to reiterate, um, 2011, you sucked ass. Don't let the door hit your hit you on the way out. And let's hope 2012 is not as terrible as you were. It will be the end of all humanity. Uh, if Ragnarok like, is coming, I, I don't want it to be Ragnarok. I want it to be Third Impact. I want to go out like Kaoba, except not crying and screaming like a little bitch. Ragnarok now, is coming. Pick your apocalypse. Okay, <laughs> I picked mine. Mine involved several naked teenage girls molesting me. Huh? Weird, right? I think as long as you don't molest as them, back, you don't go to jail. As was prophesied by Chris Hansen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, don't don't reciprocate. Just let them do their work and and then leave. <laughs> That's fine. I, I I don't think you'll go to jail for that one. I might even say no. Don't stop. There, that that would be good. That yeah, that that will lend some credibility to it. All right. I think I think you have to be very careful on your timing between the words uh, "don't" and "stop" and and your inflection. Because that's True. that's gonna get played over and over and over. Yeah, it matters. You're gonna be a pile of goo. So. Yeah, I was gonna say we were kind of talking about the apocalypse. So who gives a shit? Well, I mean, Chad's gonna survive it in his uh, in his apocalypse bunker high atop the Andes Mountains. That's only the apocalypse that I cause. Not it doesn't apply to others. 
Wow. I kind of like the Final Fantasy XIII uh, Apocalypse where the only people who die, uh, one of them is somebody I completely hate. So, Yeah, I, I would I would like a Final Fantasy XIII Apocalypse. I mean, yeah, you eventually, everyone eventually dies, but it takes like 20 years for it to really get started. Yeah. There you go. Maybe 50. <laughs> Maybe like 50 or 60 years in. I mean, I'll probably be dead of a heart attack by then. Exactly. stroke. Suck it, next generation. You get to uh, you get to deal with the end of the world. Woo! Which is ironic because a lot of times people use the um, end of the world uh, scenarios and myths as a way of es- escaping uh, the uh, boring nine to five uh, reality. Yes, we're going way off track. Yeah. So who's next in the recounting what? 2011 was up for you. I think Dylan should go again because he <laughs> fumbled the ball on the first try. How did I drop the ball on the first try? Man, if you don't know, I, I had content. I talked about it. If, if if he doesn't know Charlie, then it's probably not worth him doing it again. Doc, are you ready to want uh, yeah. Charlie to go? I, I don't mind going. All right, let's let's go. Uh, well, 2011. I mean, it's it's kind of interesting. I mean, I, I met you guys through Anime Fantasy of Action Japan, so that yep. was kind of. I guess it, 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 I guess related to the podcast in general. I think there you go. Um, damn it, man. I, I'm trying to think, like, for at least from my show production wise, I kind of tripled my work because I end up starting three, four, four other new podcasts. Not on my own, but at least I, uh, yeah, it's hectic, more, more hectic than I thought it would be. I, I don't know how you would possibly think that, uh, Running not one, not two, not three, but uh, or, or being a part of four different podcasts would be hectic. I mean, I, I you know I do this one and occasionally get called upon to join somebody else's, and that's about all I can handle. It's like oh, yeah, it's like actively do the production for three of them. Two other ones are hosted by my co-host, and it's I, if anything we got we made we made ourselves our own little network of stuff, and it's only for us. And we, I don't know why anyone else bothers us me. <laughs> I think it's sort of deceptive uh, how easy it is to pick up stuff like that because it's like ah oh, just just keep doing this you know like just do this just do this it for a different this show. is easy yeah yeah and <laughs> it's fine for like a couple of months and then you know when it hits the long term you start hitting mess and where did all my time go why is yeah, that so clean <laughs> I don't know either. I, I have a pile of meth just hanging out here. <laughs> Maybe not even where where did all my time go? Where did all my ability to focus go? Where, where did all my meth go? Where did, where did all my meth go? <laughs> Why are all these bugs crawling all over my face? Where's Waldo's meth? Look on the map. Oh no, that's just like it just looks like my meth, but it's actually the stripes are reversed. Oh. Exactly. <laughs> It's being cooked in an RV outside, out back of someone's house, and they with stripes painted on it. Yeah. Um, but, but I mean, <laughs> that's kind of production-wise. I ended up screwing myself a little bit. I I enjoy it. Uh, you know, going to a couple of cons, uh, meeting you guys at MTAC. That was kind of cool. Yes, it was. I was like, oh, okay, let's so I get to meet these people, and I was not. I was surprised like how fun that that con was. I was like, and then having. Uh, Richie talking about, hey, you want to come back again? I was like, sure, maybe, why not? I don't mind. It's out of the way, sort of, for me, since I'm not nowhere near there. I was about to say, you're in Florida. That's way the hell out of the way. I've driven to Florida. That 
That shit ain't right. You gotta go through Georgia to get to Tennessee. There's a shitload of Georgia between here and there. This is a giant pile of Georgia just sitting there. (laughs) (laughs) That's my meth. You you need a you need a pile of meth to get through a pile of Georgia. Yes, you do. You have to you have to lace the Georgia with the meth. There's some lovely people in Georgia, but I hate that geographical region more than any of those people can possibly imagine. Or maybe they can because they live there in that hell. <laughs> going there, um, going They're to eat part a of the condemned. Yes. And Alabama. I, I love Basil, but holy shit, Alabama. I'll talk about that later. Um, aside from that, I don't know. I guess, uh, damn, I had never... Yo, I just did a like a gaming episode for my podcast. There were a lot of games this year. Yes, there were yes. a lot of them, and uh, I, I'm, I still haven't finished a lot of them. I need a clone of at least two or three clones to be able to do all the work that I do and play video games and watch anime for some reason. Yeah, for some reason. Yeah. Or, or watch marathons of Bleach on Christmas and New Year's. I don't know why the fuck they're running Bleach. I don't know why I was watching Bleach during Christmas and New Year's. So. <laughs> it, it was a little weird. Let's, Nothing let's, better to do. I was going to say, let's not go into the typical Bleach bashing. Let's skirt on by. Yeah. No, I, I liked Bleach better when it was called Yu Yu Hakusho. I liked that show better when it was called Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> All right. But no, I totally get like the, the pile of video games. Like That is why I've played fewer video games uh, this year than well, over the past couple of years. You you played less good video games. I mean, you probably played, you know, per cap the more shitty uh, Xbox Live. Oh, gosh, yes. <laughs> um, although, I'm going back and doing the top ten lists this week, and, like... You're only able to get to, like, seven. <laughs> no! No, there is some really good stuff on there, but you just forget about it because the, the percentage of, like, good stuff to not good stuff is... Kind of skewed. Um, anyway, um, but I'm trying to think. Besides that, I, I I don't know. It's it was a fun year. I want to see what happens now. Hopefully, it will be able to, I guess, divvy out the the shows be, uh, between myself and the rest of my crew, and I'll have less stress on my hands. Yeah. Good luck and, with that. Maybe less math. <laughs> All right, oh, Charlie. Less math. <laughs> All right, Charlie. Go. I, I don't know. I I only found out last week that we were even in 2011, so that's about the time my meth ran out. Um, <laughs> meth? I thought it was crack. Well, first one and the other. Um, it's it's crack with a meth chaser. Yeah. Um. Uh, let's see. What did what did I do? Uh, I went to conventions. Um, got to meet Elton Brown. Oh yeah, I got to meet Elton Brown. That was really cool. I I um I have been trying to meet him literally for years. I've been watching his website, waiting for him to come to some book signing or something that I could actually make it to. Because most of the stuff that, even though he he lives in Atlanta, um, a lot of the stuff he does around around Atlanta is uh like very limited ticket, like cooking demonstrations or something like that. Like high end so, stuff. Yeah. So that was actually really awesome. Um, 
But yeah, because he he was he was emceeing the cast iron cookoff in Chattanooga. Um, but yeah, it was really cool to meet him. Um, what else? Uh, Hamacon was was excellent. Um, I liked I liked Anime Blast Chattanooga. Um, it was very good for a small convention, uh, and I really like. You know it, what's interesting? I noticed because um, you know Hamacon's kind of a smaller convention. Anime Blast Chattanooga was a smaller convention, but I was really impressed with uh, the caliber of guests they were able to get. I, I don't know if, if any of you guys know this, but because I mean, you get used to, for the last several years, it, and maybe it's only because we, we mostly go to MTAC and, and Awa, but I mean, they even cycle through stuff pretty well, but for a while it seemed like you were seeing kind of the same people yeah, um, that just always made the rounds year after year. And then we go to Hamilton and, and Anime Blast Chattanooga, and it's um, just really nice to to see guests that I, I mean didn't even know were doing the con circuit. Yeah. Um. So ma- major respect to them for for going after people you just don't get to see at the bigger conventions. At least, at least in this area. Well, yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm sure if you if you live in like Los Angeles, it's like I think maybe well, you've never seen these guys. Yeah, they're they, a lot maybe of their guests just really needed a rent check that week or something. Well, a lot of them seem like they're just hitting the con circuit too. Although, true, several of them were were fairly new. <laughs> and then like, uh, we haven't even seen them at all. Our impact. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, GMX. That one was kind of fun to go to. I I hate the venue but um i'm i'm really as as new a convention as that is i am just blown away with how much stuff they're able to pack into a weekend well that's that's kind of deceiving because you know it's it's run by the guys who run mtech so it's even though it is a newer con and they're still building up the uh, fan base it's not as if um it's it's new to them to run this type of convention. So true, but I mean, it still is. It's it still is a, a slightly different animal because it's a more general fandom uh, thing. So, but I, I think they've, I think they've got the connections to do it. Like they know people who are, you know, a lot of the people who work on staff there are into things other than anime. Uh, I yeah. know, like you you said, they did like a couple of. Of panels with people from the makerspace there in Nashville. Yep. You know, even even people like us who know them through Impact but do things that are not strictly anime related, like they've got the contacts to to not only have a wide variety of guests, but to know which uh, areas to target. Yeah. Uh, but and, and getting getting to uh, get Lucas back on the podcast. That was a lot of fun. Uh, he's always cool to have on. I mean, he, he's just a fun guy to talk to. Yeah, yeah. It, it's. I mean, you you never. I don't. I don't know that 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 you can get a bad interview out. No, it's it. Would, you would really have to try. You just have to not ask him questions or not engage him in any type of conversation they'd be interested in because just yeah. talking to him naturally he's he's very um entertaining he's very well spoken um 
and and if you can engage him in, in a conversation, I mean, you're going to get a good interview out of him. That's it's it's easy to do. Yeah, yeah. So that that was a lot of fun to to get to talk to him again. And really quickly, uh, um, before we we go too far off the con path, I just want to mention this, although this is kind of off topic. Um, you guys may have seen this, but. Um, since the last time we recorded, a couple of conventions that we're planning on going to this year uh, have, have added some guests that we haven't seen before in our area, and both of them are pretty major. Um, Momocon added Wendy Lee. Yes. And uh, very cool. And MTAC just a couple of days ago announced that Kylie Bear is going to be there. I'm actually looking forward to seeing him since we actually – he was our first – Yes, yes, through Sky. That's right. That's right. And uh, he he was uh, part of the Voices for Japan thing that we did. So it's it's going to be nice to actually uh, get to meet him in person. And uh, I, I definitely plan on you know, just kind of saying hi and saying thank you. Although he probably will vaguely remember doing any of that. But even so, so yeah, I'm I'm, I'm looking forward to to actually meeting him. And if we can go, if we can make it to Momocon, I would very much like to to meet Wendy Lee because. I I just does she even do many conventions? Not not around here. Yeah. Um. And yeah, I'm I'm definitely come hell or high water gonna go to the Momocon because as as Doc knows, um, Wendy Lee went absolutely nuts when uh, I contacted her about uh, anime fans go back to Japan and mm-hmm. reached out to all kinds of people in the voiceover community and really was was a big part of our success. I don't think a lot of people uh, that that weren't a part of it really realized how big of a part of that event she was. So I really do want to meet that person. Yeah. Yeah. And the, in general, the anime fans get back to Japan was, was really good to do. Um, I, I really, I guess I just, just because, um, I got to at least feel like I was doing something, you know? Yeah. Um, rather than just writing a check out to, someone that would then use it to go help um so that that was nice because i really wanted to do something and you know at that point at at, at, at that at that particular time there really wasn't anything you could do you know what i mean i mean uh, because it was it was so recent um what else what does anybody else remember what i did this year um you played a lot of Left 4 Dead and Modern Warfare. Yeah. Well, there was the bank robbery in Reno. No, 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 no. Um, there was that time you killed that hooker. <laughs> Which, Which one? one? Which one? All right, all right. Uh, you know, it's just a hobby. I mean, there's something <laughs> hooker, hookers aren't people, so let's not let's not pretend like it's a murder. <laughs> They're dead on the inside anyway. And most is like squishing an ant. A very gross ant. Might as well uh, just make them dead on the outside too. Is that it, Charlie? You're just finishing the job that that their lives have already begun. Um, That's why I'm I'm glad like the Everglades are here so I can just, you know, keep them. Easy to Wow. That's that's dark, dog. I don't know where you get this crap. Have you seen Dexter? Come on. Why, why, why do you bring this sort of negative energy with? I, I don't remember Dexter and Dee ever doing anything like that. Yeah, it's weird. That must have been one of those special episodes of Dexter's Lab. That must have been after Cartoon Network pissed off Kitty Tartakovsky. Yeah, yeah that, that's, that was after the animation change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It got all preachy. Um, <laughs> are we talking about Seth MacFarlane's show? Wait, <laughs> oh, oh, what were we, what were we talking about? 
2011. Games. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I spent most of the year playing Left 4 Dead 2 because that's just how I play games. I will find one I like and, and just play the hell out of it. And in the last um, month, I have been playing nothing but Modern Warfare 3. Uh, and I've actually already maxed out the level. My, I've already gotten to level 80, but that's just, that's not because I'm good. That's just because I'm persistent. But, I mean, it's mm-hmm. actually been... I, I am not... And what's weird is I am not a first-person shooter kind of person. They've never been my favorite genre at all. But it just so happens I have found a couple that I really, really like. Um, so I had to give the impression that that's all I play. But um read a lot of books. Um, Nerd. You know. Uh, what else? Did you want I, to I elaborate have... on any of the books? No, we kind of did that in our panel. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. Like, you can go on YouTube and, and hear us talk about that. There you go. Because honestly, I don't know that I... I haven't really read much of anything since then. Because I, I haven't either. Well, I, I go, and I've always been this way. I'll go through months where I am just, all my spare time I'm reading, and then I'll go months and not read a thing. That's just the way it's been for me for the long, for, well, forever. But I got a bunch of really cool books for Christmas. Uh, three different mental floss books, and um, one of Malcolm Gladwell's books. Uh, which one was it? What the Dogs Saw? Was that it? Yeah, I think that's his newest. Although I haven't, I haven't read it. I don't know. I've got so many things I need to catch up on. That yeah, I this year I have not done a lot of reading. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to do better this year. And I've also got to go out and buy because um, uh, at the toward the well, it's been a while. Uh, George R. R. Martin's new Song of Ice and Fire book, A Dance of Dance of Dragons. Um, yeah, came out. I got to get it. And then I was searching, uh, I was looking at NPR and they had a list of 2011's best, um, in sci-fi and fantasy. And there's another one it mentioned called, uh, and it was, it's actually a young adult book, but apparently it's very, very good called The Girl Who Circumnavigated Fairyland in a Ship of Her Own Making. And mm. I want to, I want to check that one out because just the, the 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 sort of small description they gave um, was just hilarious. There's uh, one of the characters is a wyvern called, I think his name is like A through L because his father was a library. I just oh that, my. yeah, I, I I really want to check that book that out. That seems very British, and I don't know if. I don't know if it is, but it, it's a very British kind of sensation. Very dry. Yeah. Um, let's see. What else did More I do? slightly moist. Yeah. I've been called worse. Um, I finally got a tablet, but nothing fancy about that. I, I remember I'm, that. That was I'm time to that, uh, split. It's the time we sit outside of Best Buy where a uh, neglectful parent let her kids just do whatever the fuck they wanted. Is it at Best Buy? But at, but the good side of that is they nearly did get hit by cars on several occasions. It did provide a lot of entertainment for us. Yeah. 
Oh, that, and that's something we did. I have that's the, this year was the first year that I that I did Black Friday. Never I have I have had to work um, every Black Friday as long as I can remember, at least the last six years. But I think even going back further. Um, so this was the first time I'd actually partake in that madness. I'm not sure I'll ever do it again. Yeah, yeah I've made the vow never to. So. Depending on how you do it, I mean, like, if you tried to go out to the mall in the middle of the day, no. But if, yeah. you know, like, the, they started doing the sales sales the night before, this can only end with uh, Thanksgiving morning sales. Uh, it will happen in a couple of years. Mark my words, you heard it here. Oh, no, it, oh, it completely will. There's already, there's already Easter stuff out. Well, no, think about the last, the last few years. It used to be just Black Friday. Then it became Black Friday and Cyber Monday. Then the Black Friday deals started leaking over into Cyber Monday. Now the Black Friday deals are leaking backwards into Thanksgiving and before. And Cyber Monday, in a lot of places like Amazon, goes on the entire week, that week. Yeah. So you've got nearly, Black Friday has, has just about taken over two weeks. All holiday, all the time. Oh, yeah, soon we're, I mean, like I said, there was a picture posted on Twitter of a place that this is January 1st, and they already had Easter candy out. That's that's good shit, though, because that Easter candy, man, they should just make that crap year-round. Give me some Cadbury eggs. Well, they kind of do, almost, for a lot of it. Like, there, there's Christmas the shapes. shapes are different, you know, each holiday, yeah. It's just no, different just, varieds. Well, peeps suck. I don't, I don't care yeah. peeps. To be no, fair, Cad- though, Cadbury eggs should be sold year-round. Because you can fill a bowl with them and then pour milk over top of them and eat them like cereal. <laughs> That's true. I've done like it. Like the mini eggs? No, no, the full-size ones. Either one. The ones with the cream in them? Dylan yeah. doesn't read short-packed. No. No. No, I don't. But the point is, if you eat a bowl of them, you will wake up having been elected to Congress. <laughs> <laughs> sure, why not? Too much sugar. Don't worry. Chad actually gets it. This is one of the few... Yeah, make that channel be like, I I do know what he's talking about. Yeah, and I try not to, because I don't know enough about gen- about uh, Generation One Transformers to uh, hold a conversation with, with Chad. It so. doesn't really matter. No, it doesn't. It was in the eighties. Nobody wants to con- nobody wants to have a conversation with me anyway. So, but seriously, they called a fucking pl- a fucking um, country Carbomia. Yeah. I mean, and it made Casey Kasem quit. Did it? Yes. Really? Because he's of that. Arab descent. That's why he quit. That's a good reason. I never realized that. That's amazing. Um, I would have to anyway, you never realized yeah. he was Arab, or you never realized... Never mind. Any of it. Yeah, so, any of it. So, I guess that's my year. I can't... I'm sure I did... Something else. I I breathed. I pooped. Um, someone else take it. Uh, I think I'm the only one left. Yeah, go for it. Um, see, this is the part where uh, the the podcast turns uh, kind of sappy and super self congratulatory. Um, good night, everybody. Yeah, good night, everybody. Um, 2011 was was a really interesting year for me. Um, because when the year started, uh, didn't have a job, and um, we were just starting out recording stuff on Skype, and 
you know, we, we had said the year before, you know, we're going to try and do some interviews on Skype and stuff. And, um, you know, it, it worked out with, with uh, about as well as we possibly could have hoped. Um, and the, I don't know, but it seems like anytime they like gets into something, whether it's <laughs> casting or, um, you know, a hobby or anything like, yeah, it, it really ain't kind of hobby. Um, it turns out one of two ways. Either you kind of maintain an interest in it. Well, okay, if you maintain an interest in it, it, it turns out one of two ways. Either you continue to kind of dabble in it because it's something that you enjoy but you don't invest a lot of your time in, or you end up getting really deep into it. And I feel that that uh, 2011 for me in a lot of ways was the year that I got deeper into a lot of, a lot of uh, my hobbies this year. Um, I, I consider podcasting a hobby because I have to justify to myself why I'm still doing it somehow. Um, because we we did get the interviews, and then um, the the earthquakes in Japan. Um, I don't want to overstate it, but it really did change a lot of things for me personally. Um, because. You know, I, I got asked by one of the Kanaha Corner people to, to work with, you know, all these groups for the anime fans to get back to Japan thing. And I wasn't working at the time. I was like, I got nothing better to do. Why not? Um, and through that, I got to meet Doc and, uh, and Zach and a lot of other people that, that worked on the project. And, um, not only that, but, you know, when, when everybody's like, okay, you know, what's everybody doing? I was like, well, I've already been, you know, writing emails to people to get, you know, to get them on for interviews. So I'll, I'll do that. And, uh, that was kind of interesting because I got to, you know, normally my, my plan for the year was to start with people that I knew would probably be amenable to doing interviews because we already done some voice actor interviews in the past, but, you know, it wasn't going to be like, um, you know, it wasn't going to be Wendy Lee. It wasn't going to be Steve Bloom. It wasn't going to be Crispin Freeman. Um, but when we started doing the thing for charity, I'm like, you know what? Screw it. You know, if they don't want to do something for charity, I don't really want to have anything to do with them anyway. It was that kind of feeling. So, um, really got to, in some cases, really get to know some of these, these voice actors I've looked up to for a long time, being like the sole anime dub fan, uh, in America. Um, you know, people that I've, I've looked up to for the better part of a decade and, you know, a lot of their roles and stuff and getting to know them on something of a personal level, um, and seeing the way that they reacted and the way that they, they kind of answered the call to a charity event from mostly a, a bunch of people that, that nobody really knew about except for the One Piece guys. They're, they're kind of a big deal. Um, so that was, that was really interesting. Um, and outside of that, um, the, uh, the conventions were really neat. Um, MTAC was, was very special for me this year because we got to see, uh, slants again after they had been gone for a couple of years. Um, uh, of course we got to see the manpower and, um, We got to meet, uh, Terry, uh, Terry Platt and Yuri Lowenthal, and I almost completely botched both your names, uh, which, <laughs> which is really neat because, um, 
Yeah, we we had done the Voices for Japan thing uh, after the, the Anime Fans Get Back to Japan event. Um, and they were a part of that, and they were, you know, our, se- our second or third, third maybe, um, Skype interview? I don't remember. Something like that. Seems like we did like a, a it was, block it was, of interviews. It was, it was the third. Um, Kyle was the first, Jessica was the second, and they were the third because we interviewed them the day that Marvel vs. Capcom 3 came out. Ah. Okay. Uh, but that was, that was, that was really sort of a fun journey, and you guys can kind of go back and listen to um, the interviews and some of the other podcasts where we talk about um, Yuri, Yuri and Tara and uh, my 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 story my story that I got them to Tech, which that's not really what happened. Um, <laughs> but it was, it was a really interesting year. Um, uh, I really liked every convention that we went to. There wasn't one, and and I'll be the first one to admit. I think I said it, I've said it before. Last um, 2010 JMX, you know, was not not a big fan of. Um, it was it was kind of boring. It was kind of <laughs> but this year was great. Mm-hmm. So yeah, part of that last year we didn't get as deeply involved. So it was kind of like, okay, show up. Let's there to do it is a business trip yeah um and this year um kind of going off the, the podcasting there for a bit was also the year where for some reason i decided that between uh working uh you know a regular job and doing the podcasting thing i decided i was going to start um you know really getting hardcore into fighting games and start uh you know, going to gatherings and going to tournaments and, and participating uh, a lot more than I had been. Kicking my ass. Uh, yeah, that's... that's. <laughs> but if it makes you feel any better, Doc, um, I found a group of guys here in Knoxville that are way better than I am, so um, I'm getting my ass handed to me on a regular basis in an effort to get better. To, to get even better. To be fair, as a transit of property, I am getting even worse. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to my world. Uh but but it's been interesting because at JMX um, got to meet a lot of the guys from uh, from Game Galaxy, and um, that's kind of an, an interesting thing because it um, it kind of started something that I didn't really expect to do. Although it was, it was something I always had an interest in, and now that's that's a, another aspect of my kind of uh, weekly routines. You know, I. I Work on the podcast. I go to work. Um, you know, I, I go play fighting games and practice for tournaments and stuff. And um, somewhere in the way, somewhere along the way, I uh, pretend to be married. <laughs> um, anyway, um, I, I don't. I don't ever say this, um, but I'm going to go ahead and say it and jinx it for me anyway. Um, 2011 was was an interesting year because personally there were a lot of difficulties that I had to get through um, at the begin at the beginning and and especially at the end. Um, the middle was kind of awesome, but um, the, the first few months and uh, especially you know since uh, Thanksgiving, uh, personal life has really kind of kind of uh, taken a few unfortunate twists. Uh, but there's, I have a lot of reason to think that 2012 is going to be good, um, because we, I feel like 
there's a lot of good opportunities for us on the horizon. And um, I don't know. I, I don't know that anything, any opportunity will ever come along again like uh, Anime Fans Get Back to Japan was. But, you know, we, it, it paved the way for us to do a lot of good things this year, and, and hopefully we can continue that. Mm-hmm. And that's all I got to say about that. It's my magic shoes. Mama says, take me anywhere. I love bowling shoes. He's reverting to his normal self. No, It's true. I'm normally retarded. Like, <laughs> well, so am I, so... Oh, so... Why Why do people listen to us if, if we are... Damned if I know. Ask the audience. Um... I don't know. So, anything we want to uh, cycle back around and uh, talk about that we missed going through? I'm trying to think if... Uh, well, 2011 was the year of celebrity death. Yeah, it kind of was. I don't know that I want to touch that uh, topic uh, with the 10-foot pole, but... Uh, <laughs> well, no, I mean, more is it... it there, there were a lot of we lost a lot of good people as far as celebrities and entertainers and uh, so on and so forth. Probably I mean, was and, something really tacky and mean, but I'm not going. To I, well, I'm, I'm waiting for Chad to say it. That's I was actually going to ask: Is there anybody who um, passed on this year that that you partic- that particularly stood out for you or meant something to any of you? <sighs> That's an excellent question. Um, well, um, going down the list of of some of the ones that mean you know that the more prominent ones or ones that strike out to me is um, obviously Anne Francis died back in January, and then we have, of course, um, wait, who is that? Anne Francis, you don't know, B movie star. Okay, back in the well, yeah, but it wasn't B movies back then. But um, obviously Elizabeth Taylor, which even Dylan will have heard of. Um, are you Michael reading Goh. through this entire list, or are you like? Yeah, I'm, out I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm picking out a few that stand out. <laughs> Michael Go, aka the only, the only actor who played the same character in all of the Burton and Schumacher Batman films. He was Alfred in all of those. Died, which mm. he was a a well known character actor. Um, Randy Savage. Oh yeah, forgot about that. That one made me sad. Yeah, that, that one kind of, made a lot of people sad. I'm a well, that's um, that, that. But the thing is, it's didn't we learn it was I went to a high school um, graduation, like within a couple of weeks of it. And of course, the you know the the procession is his entrance music. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, yeah, he's not going to be walking out to this. Yeah, it made me, it made me sick. It was unfortunate. Um, let me see. Going down the list, ones that stick where, out. Where is this list? I would like to see this list. Um, there's one on the Toronto Sun celebrity deaths of 2011, which is what I'm going from. But I, they've, they're mainly focusing on actors, and and there are plenty of others. Obviously, the world is now rid of Steve Jobs, which is a good thing. Yeah, that's the one I was going to say something. Oh, so harsh, so wrong, but I true. Didn't. 
<laughs> Don't worry, the hipster Jesus will return. I don't think it's that um, worse. This is why I did not want to uh, to touch uh, this Peter topic. Falk passed away this year. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, not going to get. Not going to touch anything on Amy Winehouse passing on. That probably that you don't. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's best fan. Yeah, restraining myself from adding anything to that. Keeping that New Year's resolution. I'm trying to. I was going to say, it's a good thing we didn't record this. One that people probably don't one that people probably don't remember. Um, Jeff Conaway passed away um, of, well, it was complications from a drug overdose. He's a fairly well-known, well, I mean, he was a big character actor in the 80s, and the reason he stuck out for me is I've the the last year or so become a big fan of Babylon five. And he was on that in a yep. fairly prominent secondary role and then became a main character in the last season. And, and that was a little bit sad because um, he was only 60 and he kind of, he was one of those that uh, he had a rough time of it after, you know, after, Oh, the mid nineties or so. But um, let's see, going on down the list. Um, Charles Napier, a very famous—he's a very big character actor. He was always like—he always played like the grizzled. If you've seen a movie where there's like a grizzled old general guy in it, a grizzled old military guy, a general, there's at least a fifty-fifty chance that that was Charles Napier. Hmm. Um, another one, uh, Corey Smoot from Guar, um, Flatus Maximus, who was only 34, um, undetermined causes, unfortunately. Um, and in, in, as far as literary circles, Anne McCaffrey passed on, hmm. which I was, I've never read any of her books, but... I've always heard uh, good things, at least from, especially from female fans, which, from what I understand, she was kind of a, you know, that was one of the things that she did was branch science fiction and fantasy themes out into a, a female audience. Um, any others stick out to you guys? Um, not a, a well, not anything uh, that would have been... Uh, in the mainstream news, but um, those who who well, uh, we're anything but mainstream. That's so, that's yeah. true. Um, some of you guys may have seen this on like Anime News Network. Um, but the wife of uh, voice actor Dan Green, who is the voice of Yugi and Yu-Gi-Oh and a bunch of other roles, but that's what he's uh, most most well known for. Um, his wife uh, passed away in November um, after she gave birth to uh, I believe it was twins. Um, yeah, and um, I think she uh, had had acted in a few roles as well, but um, that that was another one of those uh, situations where um, you know not, not only is it just a, a generally terrible story um, because I, I think from something that I had uh, they 
there's a site that you can go to called the uh, the Dan Green Guestbook, um, where you can donate to help him uh, raise uh, the twins and everything, but or, or just leave a, a message or anything like that. If if anybody ever feels so inclined to do so, I would I would encourage him to do it. But um, there's a video that they have on there that mentioned I think they've been trying to have uh, children for some time, and then. Because oh his his wife had always wanted to be a mother, and um, unfortunately, uh, she was she was deprived of that privilege. So, um, it, it's one of those things where it, it's a, a a terrible tragedy, but at the same time, um, it's another example from this year of, um, particularly again, the anime community um, kind of stepping up big uh, in in a bad situation. So. Um, there, there is something, something good to come of it because I've seen a lot of uh, places mention uh, the Dan Green uh, guest book and everything, but um, that's that's probably as far as um, sort of you know celebrity deaths, um, depending on where your your status on on uh, voice actors is. Um, that sort of stood out for me. Hmm. And now, uh, somebody yeah. got a joke? No, there's there's no jokes. That no, there's, there's, no, that, there's no good yeah. segue from something like that. But, I mean, it's, it's good that the community is still, you know, willing to support regardless of the situation. Any time it's... Obviously, the situation could have been a lot worse than it has been. Uh, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, that's the thing. So it's, it's good that at least, you know, it gets me down, right? Yeah, that's that's true. Um, so how about anybody else? Does anyone else have, um, let's think more about, more about dead people, guys. Let's go to this. Yeah, let's, let's, let's uh, yes, move to something else. Um, <laughs> you should, oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. I'm, I'm going to break this one out. I, I've refrained from talking about sports from most of the podcast. Um, my favorite sports moment of the year, aside from San Francisco's uh, resurgence to power, in the NFL, um, was there was a game, a football game, a uh, few weeks ago between the Buffalo Bills and the New York Jets. And the New York Jets, uh, in the offseason signed wide receiver Plexico Burris, who has spent the last two years in jail for accidentally shooting himself in the leg in a New York, uh, nightclub. And of course, um, you know, New York, they don't fuck around with guns. So he went to jail for two years. Uh, so, Bills and Jets are playing. Wide receiver for the Bills catches a touchdown. Um, I think this was this was at Buffalo because um, I don't think he would have done this uh, at, at uh, the Jets Stadium. But uh, he catches the football and then he uh, in the end zone uh, pantomimes uh, shooting himself in the leg and hobbles around the end zone. <laughs> wow! <laughs> it was the most amazing thing of. I've ever watched on on a football game. That's awesome. <laughs> um, you, you know, everybody should go uh, YouTube. Stevie Johnson shoots himself in the leg. <laughs> if you want to laugh, <sighs> that's brilliant. Yeah. Uh, I think I think the train's starting to roll down. So, what do y'all think? Yes. Yeah, I think we've covered everything that uh, 
that's worth mentioning in 2011. If you think differently, you can eat a butt. And, and we'll be doing this again, so we can, you know, we can you know, yeah. do an addendum to this if we think of something. Right. We, we will be doing other podcasts, presumably. We're lucky this happened at all after, you know, how busy everyone was the last month or so during the holidays. Yes. Well, you know, when, when you're going back and forth uh, to the hospital and stuff, it's like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, did a fair bit of that this year, too. Yeah, so everybody stay healthy in 2012, damn it. I can't take no, any more of this shit. And try not to have any accidents with um, farm machinery. Or uh, just have anybody T-bone you. That, too. All right, guys, um, we, that, that wraps it up for the first uh, Chainsaw Buffet of 2012, but stay tuned. Um, we're going to be all up in your ass in 2012. So uh, thanks for listening, and uh, we will talk to you next time. Indeed.